as a bushwhacking guerrilla army, we're gonna be doing one thing and one thing only. Killing Nazis. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I sure as hell didn't jump out of a fucking airplane to teach the Nazis lessons in humanity. Nazi ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew-hating, mass-murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die. We will be cruel to the Germans. And through our cruelty, they will know who we are. And they will find the evidence of our cruelty. And the disemboweled, dismembered, and disfigured bodies of their brothers we leave behind us. And the German won't be able to help themselves. But imagine the cruelty their brothers endured at our hands. And our boot heels. And the edge of our knives. And the German will be sickened by us. And the German will talk about us. And the German will fear us. And when the German closes their eyes at night, and they're tortured by their subconscious for the evil they have done, it will be with thoughts of us that they are tortured with. Sound good? Yes, sir! And I'm just, <laughs> and then I'm too. No, but wait, wait! I have something for him. Boom! You get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The weird history and eerie tales podcast. Concentrate on the news. Shit's looking good. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong. Thumbs up. Let's do this. Sleep roll. Jankers. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales Podcast. I am your host, Moses Surya. Surya. I was going to say Moses Sher. And with me to my right is my brother, Josh. Leroy Jenkins up in this bitch. And with me to my left, as always, is beautiful Achi. Woo! Oh, that was too loud. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that that was I, uh, and, I, and I mispronounced my last name because we were talking about Sure Mics yep. right before I... Yep. Yeah, so, if you guys haven't noticed about the title, today we're going to be talking about... Stupid Nazis and their stupid ideas. You're so Nazis. stupid. Oh Wait, God. no. How do you say it, Josh? How do you say it? Fucking Nazis. The Nazis. Nazis. There's only one good Nazi, and that's a dead Nazi. Those are oh, the ones. Just stupid Nazis. So, if you guys, you know, just sit back and laugh with us as we laugh at Nazis. And hopefully, you know, you guys realize how fucking stupid these Nazis were. Yeah. Really were. So, today, if you were to be heard, even whispering hollow earth or the world ice theory you'd be met with two responses okay one <sighs> or the fuck is he talking about but would you believe in a time not so long ago that the school of thought behind these two conspiracy theories which i'm going to death a little later they actually threatened to take over mainstream science for this weird pseudoscience. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. What I'm talking about is during World War II, specifically during Hitler years, when everyone was leaving Nazi Germany, Einstein and the intellectual elite, remember, there was this huge, I forgot what they call it, they call it a um, a brain 
a brain drain. I think it's called a brain drain when so many people, so many intelligent people leave a certain place and to go somewhere else. Oh, Nazi Germany had a brain drain where all the intelligent all the people, people just. Oh, I left. didn't know that was a that was a fucking uh, yeah. It's actual term. term for it's actual term. Wow, brain drain. Damn, um, I think right now. Well, I don't know if it's now, but a few years ago, like in the early 2010s. All right. The Middle Eastern had a huge brain drain. Where all the teachers, scientists, things that were leaving and going to other countries. All the wise oh. guys. All the wise guys. They were just leaving. All so, the wise guys. All the wise guys. So, when everyone was leaving Nazi Germany, the Nazis were pushing, literally and figuratively, these stupid ass ideas. Oh, they're like, well, no, it's not even that. It's that all the smart people were leaving, so then all the dumb people were in charge. And so all the dumb people are the ones that are believing in the hollow earth or the world ice theory, which is. Well, basically what the theory says, the, uh, that they believe that the Earth was made of ice. Mm. Right, right. It's cold. So there's a famous... Not my beer. <laughs> it's so just hot as fuck. So there's a famous, a very hippie, like, zen saying, like attracts like, which meant that like-minded people would flock to one another. Right. You know, like, if you like something, you'd attract people that like the same thing, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And... Holy shit was this the case with Nazi Germany and the swarm of bullshit ass baby dick energy weirdo scientists and philosophers that came and stayed. Like, for example, the main motherfucker that I'm going to talk about today, Hans Horbinger. This Nazi dick butt who I'm a bully and laugh and body shame all throughout this episode. He's a dick butt. (laughs) Damn. So this Nazi-sponsored fuck had a theory, which we're going to call Hans Theory. And this stupid-ass theory went like this. A million years ago, the universe we know of today was formed when a big-ass ice cube collided with the sun, creating an explosion that threw molten matter into space, which eventually cooled down informed the planets that was Hans theory so every planet is a, is a big chunk of ice yes do you want do you want to know how how he came about this fucking theory i want to see this ridiculous stupid ass theory came to him after seeing someone throw molten metal on snow in the warehouse he used to work at you know when we're watching, there's that Netflix show called um, Forging Steel. When someone tries to forge um, metal, how they pour that molten, that thing that oh, looks yeah, like lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he came up with this fucking ridiculous theory when he saw someone pour that onto snow. He saw that and he's like, oh shit, I figured Makes out the universe. Sense. The ice shine over right? here, yeah. And in the ridiculous world that was the Nazi regime. This fucking Looney Tune thinking fuck got someone powerful. Powerful enough where in 1925, he had other Nazi dumb fucks go around and disrupt meetings and lectures being held by physicists. He would also write angry, threatening letters, and he would argue with anyone from publications to teachers academics anyone who disagreed with him so what did he say what was his rebuttal you say he barges into meetings he had 
He had his Nazi fucking bullies walk into schools and lectures and things and just start kicking shit. Just like, you know, you're stupid and just bully everyone out of the room. Nice. They're like, we don't even know why we're stupid. So according to fucking dumb fuck Hans and his stupid ass theory, this cosmic incident of his explains for the existence of the poles and the great flood, right? If this theory kind of, for him, it explains why there's a North Pole and a South Pole uh-huh. and the great flood. Okay. 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 But what really drew the Nazis in, what really grabbed them by the balls, by the little baby balls, was that Hans's theory offered a real life scientific basis for their weird belief. This weird belief of this weird-ass time on planet Earth where superhumans existed, but they were fucked because of the Great Flood and because of the gravitational changes caused by one of the three moons orbiting Earth. So here's this stupid Nazi dick-fuck ideology. So before the Great Flood, there was a shit load of tall ass white people just walking around these huge giants walking around all right right okay 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 then this moon hit 150,000 years ago which is pretty recent yeah all right and it completely like this stupid nazi bullshit thing completely contradicts the notion that 150,000 years ago we had early we had Human migrations all throughout the continents. 150,000 years ago, there was humans walking around. But according to them, nope, there was none of that. It was just a bunch of tall white people walking around. And then this moon hit. So when this moon hit, it wiped out most of these giant white people, leaving, leaving their humanoid slaves, us, scavenging for survival. The few Dirk Nowitzki's left of this race they settled down and started several <laughs> advanced civilizations. Dirk Nowitzki, dude? Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. You okay. Know? He's a basketball player. Basketball player for, right. for Dallas. Yeah. So Mavericks, right? Mavericks. Mavericks. So Moonhead wiped most of them out. The ones that did survive, they're like, fuck it. We got to just fuck off. They settled around, and they started these advanced civilizations. Could you guys guess what one of these advanced civilizations were that these super tall white people started? Like a, a specific society or? Oh, uh, an advanced civilization? Atlantis. Yes. You're oh, kidding me. The fucking Atlantis? According to them, Atlantis was started by these tall white people. Okay. Right? And they started Atlantis for to create a superior race of humans with the Aryans. Who these tall ass white people were training to be their successors. Before they were hunted down by their vengeful slaves, us, which ironically gave rise to the myths and legends of gods versus heroes. You know, so it was easy for the stupid as Nazis to be like, hmm, what if we only the Aryans fuck and have babies? That way we're able to bring back the Aryan race of Superman and put us back as the rulers of this earth. And thus, bam, the Nazis implemented their selective breeding programs. I remember they had a mm. super, yeah, so we all know that, all that bullshit, right? So Hans' theory became super popular because Nazis were stupid. 
And he believed a bunch of shit. And his scientific weirdo pseudoscience bullshit kind of gave an explanation to all the myth and lore that these Nazis believed in. So that so everything kind of made a painted a broader picture for them, right? Sounds like a horrible montage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like YouTube rewind. So, so when real <laughs> scientists got a whiff of this Hans dumbass theory and the stupid apple of ideas that were falling off this rotten dumbass tree of his, they started to question Han and actually they challenged him to explain some of the dumbassery that was being believed in this theory of his. The question? They, they, hey, started, they started explaining it. Hey, like, bro, are you good? No, you good? Yeah, like, bro, like, 150 <laughs> years ago, one of the moons, or, what do you mean one? We only have one. Where, where, where are the other two? Like, where, what? So according to you, we have one in the sky, one collided. Where's the other one, according to you? Uh-huh. And he had one answer. What was his answer? What did he, he say? had the most piece of shit i want to punch you in the fucking face response to everyone trust me (laughs) not equations (laughs) when will you guys learn that math is useless nice (laughs) that's what he will tell everybody don't trust just trust me it's not math you must be related to charlie don't you dare insult Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's just stupid. <clears throat> Wait, what chart? Charlie from Always Sunny? Yeah. Wow, how dare you insult Charlie? Is he the one That's that... Mac. Oh, it was Mac that said it, right? Science is a liar sometimes. Oh, boy. So nobody really... <laughs> he said sometimes. <laughs> nobody really knows how or when, but Han's ridiculous theory reached the very top of the Nazi regime. Nice. They're like, all right, we got to hear from him. This guy's a fucking wise In 1942, there was evidence that Adolf himself was converted to be a believer in Hans' theory. No. So much so, here is a small snippet of a Hitler speech where he talks about this theory. I'm quite inclined to accept the cosmic theories of Hans. It's not impossible. In fact, that 10,000 years ago, before our era, there was a clash between the Earth and the Moon that gave the Moon its present orbit. It's also possible that the Earth attracted to itself the atmosphere of the moon and that this radically altered the conditions of life on our planet. It seems to me that these questions will be capable of solution on the day when a man will establish connection between these facts, thus teach exact science the path to follow. Fucking... Hitler sounds like that type of motivational speaker that says, if you can believe, you can achieve. So like I said, it reached the top of these of this dumbass Nazi shit mountain. Hitler believed in it. Himmler. And if he believes in it, yeah, then everyone's going to be like, yeah. If fucking Hitler believes this shit. And then Hans is going to be like, I told you. That's, I how, he got, that's how he got some, that's how he got power. Himmler. 
the stupid fuck behind the Holocaust. He was a huge fan of Hans' theory, which gave Hans some real, like, cool Nazi points. Fortunately for us, Hans was stupid. Absolutely. A stupid dumb fuck when it came to a lot of things. Like, 95% of the shit he said, bullshit. Stu- it was stupid bullshit. He did create some shit, but that was before he was with the Nazis. Oh, okay. This was in his earlier years. When he was with the Nazis, he was like in the 70s. He was like... It was already... He, was, he died like in 1931, so he didn't even get to see World War II or any of that shit. So he, but he was part of the Nazi regime right. when it was coming up. Uh-huh. Right? So when a supreme commander of Germany's armed forces started shrugging off warnings that his troops were not prepared for a Russian winter, all he would respond with was, I'll take care of it. Why did he say, I'll take care of it? He said it because he meant he had total faith in the meteorological department who had forecasted a mild winter. And this meteorological department all used Hans principles and predictions. So they all based all their science, all their information in the battlefield off of stupid ass Hans. Huge winters coming. Dude, we're not prepared for this. The fucking um, the supreme commander. I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. Why was he so nonchalant about it? Because he believed that Hans and the bullshit he said when he said, don't worry about it. It's, it's going to be light. It's going to be strong at first, but it's going to go away. Within weeks, the German army found itself in the middle of a harsh Russian winter, all while still in their summer uniforms, mm. which meant no gloves, no hats, no boots, no jackets, and no glasses to protect them from snow blindness. But Nazis, being the stupid-ass dumb Nazis that they are, instead of admitting the fuck-up and requesting help or backup, they, the army's newsreel, like the part of the army that was giving the news, mm-hmm. giving, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What do you say? They try to make it seem like nothing was wrong. Oh, they uh, got it. You know how what they, do? they made it seem? They made a bunch of soldiers take ice water baths naked during winter to make it seem, see, it's not a problem. They got it. One month. How much shrinkage are we talking about, bro? They have no No shrinkage because they're Nazis. They have no dicks. Wow. Right? So one month later, one quick. One. I, okay, one month later. Okay, he's Hans a second, bro. I, he, he, he's full of hate right now. <laughs> one <laughs> he, month. He, he kind of sounds like a Nazi right now. How much hate? But it's going. It's, it's, one month later. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. One month later into this harsh Russian winter, uh-huh. the oils that lubricated the guns literally froze their guns. Nice. And the synthetic fuel that was used to uh-huh. fuel their tanks and trucks. Mm-hmm. They were separating into different components oh. in the gas tanks. So they couldn't even turn on their trucks or their Gee. tanks. Nice. By Christmas. This started in October. By Christmas, two months later, one million of Germany's troops died in the snow. One million? Their weapons frozen solid to their frozen fingers. This was a huge kick to the dick of Hitler. But 
he was so sure in himself and his belief that he cannot be defeated. He's like, I'm not wrong. Fate is wrong. I'm right. Hans is right. So we have to continue fighting. So he ordered the army to stand, stay put, and keep fighting to the last man. Again, if you can believe, you can achieve. Never give up. He said, never give up. But then two months later, after weeks of just sitting and sleeping on ice, not knowing who or how many would wake up, they surrendered to the Russians. It's too cold, bro. They, they never got the let me hang out in, in Moses' room training. They didn't. This is this is boot camp. This is boot camp, bro. Here's some bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, boot. I mean, yeah, I guess bullshit. Here's a boot little. Fun, here's a little fun fact. Hey, for regarding this, you lost. You lost the title, bro. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> you you you. Mm. Did you guys know? Did, now you did, did you guys know? Wow. Okay. Shit. <laughs> That's did, what you get. Did you guys know that the Nazis had the world's first long-range guided ballistic missile? Wait, what? The Nazis had the world's first long-range guided ballistic missile. So they had the first missile ever in the world that they could launch long-range and control it. They called it Hitler's revenge missile. And this fucking thing could have destroyed a whole city. This one missile could have done 80 miles worth of damage. Oh, shit. Damn. That's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. If he had used it. Here's a fun fact. He did it? Hitler's a fucking moron. No. It mostly wouldn't have won in the war, but there was a chance that maybe one place strike could have done some serious damage enough to maybe turn the tide for Hitler's favor in Hitler's favor. But do you know why it was never used? Why? Because of the same theory that I talked about right now. Okay. Hans's theory. Okay. So because of Hans, Hitler was never Hitler did not use his one fucking secret weapon in 1943 hitler randomly ordered to halt the secret v2 rocket project to halt it stop it okay 1943 yeah. randomly while they were building the rocket stop it was like pause yep you press start stop you press start a hard start stop no stop button. yeah like start button oh on the controller which oh which is pause this game yeah yeah okay fucking dumb nuts <laughs> yeah. and the reason he had to explain that and the to reason you. well i'm gonna start no stop but he's he said <laughs> he had a dream where he saw his war winning missile shatter huge shards of ice that were floating above the earth bringing them down and triggering a cosmic catastrophe wait what he had a dream that if you use this missile, yeah. it's going to go so high in the air, it's going to leave Earth's atmosphere and start breaking some of the ice shards that are in the sky. Because he believed the hottest thing oh, that the world right. was made of ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ice was going to calm down, huge shards of ice, and create a cosmic catastrophe. So basically, so Han saved us. So, or so you basically derailed that. You fucked me up, Josh. <laughs> He, fucking he, said every, he said everything you wanted to say in like two words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking get good. But by the time 
everyone had convinced Hitler he was stupid and that Hans was stupid and that he was stupid for listening to stupid Hans, it was too late to try and continue the project. Why? Because it was 1945 and the war was lost. So when Hitler wanted to continue the missile project, they're like, we lost Germany. They already fucking gave up. We have done. There's no Nazi Germany. (laughs) We don't have the missile, sir. So so thanks to Hans and his stupid-ass theory, Nazi Germany didn't use the only weapon they had that could have done tremendous damage and might have turned the tide for them. So here's two stupid-ass Hans. Puto! You know what's funny, though? About this whole fucking ice theory and stuff? What? What about it? It wasn't just freaking the fur telling the soldiers the to, to, to fight on, to keep going through the uh-huh. snow. Because they had something up their sleeves that caused them to even stay there that long. So the year was 1936, and Germany was at the start of introducing a military tactic that would eventually dominate all of Western Europe. This tactic was called Blitzkrieg. And Blitzkrieg stood for Lightning War, which is a military strategy introduced by General Karl von Clausewitz in the 19th century. He proposed this quote-unquote concentration principle, where troops focused their attack on a single important target instead of dispersing their troops everywhere. It's this military strategy that allowed the German military to take over Poland, Norway, Belgium, Holland, and France with immense force and speed. Yeah. Is that why you immediately, when you, the second you walked into my room, when you started playing the Ramon song? Blitzkrieg? Yeah. <laughs> He got here, picked up the bass, and started playing the fucking Blitzkrieg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was random. Well, now I see why. There you go. He had Blitzkrieg on the brain. There you go. So this quote-unquote lightning war, as it translates from Blitzkrieg, was pushed a bit further with the use of heavy military ground and air vehicles. The world was in complete disarray, and fearing Nazi victory was near. How the hell... Were the Nazis able to take so much territory in such a quick amount of time? I mean, the German military was strong. Don't get me wrong. They had the troops. They had vehicles. They had artillery. But it still didn't explain why Nazi Blitzkrieg was so successful. It also seemed, it almost seemed like the troops were just fighting. They were always fighting. Days and night, just always fighting, never stopping. It seems as though the Nazi military is made out of Super soldiers. That's it. Nazi troops are super soldiers. But they're not super strong. No, they're no fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger or the mountain from God. So what makes them a super soldier? So this was a question that needed to be answered by the whole fucking world. This is what the allies are trying so hard to find out how the hell to beat the fucking Nazis. It turns out the Nazis were on drugs. But not just... The troops, everyone, all of Germany were, were on drugs. From the common German Nazi civilian all the way up to the military generals and even the fur himself. You see, at the end of the First World War, the Germans were in complete anguish. Their money was shit. It was worthless. Their people were starving. And their motivation to keep going was, keep, keep moving forward was lost. Amongst the worst, 
were the veterans who came, uh, who became heavy, heavily addicted to alcohol and cocaine. <sighs> Enter Adolf Hitler with his Nazi Germany ideals and creating a perfect Germanic society. His influence brought up the general spirits of the public and to further drive their energy into the war efforts was by giving the public more drugs. In 1930s, a Berlin, a Berlin pharmaceutical company called uh, Tim Miller developed a drug called Pervitin, which was aided to help improve the mood, suppress hunger, and keep you wired and awake for long periods of time. The only catch was that it contained high do- doses of meth. Nice. Meth heads so, so what? Just meth up. They're all just meth the fuck up? And not only that, but these drugs were also developed in chocolate form. In le chocolate? So anyone could get fucking high as fuck. fuck. And by this point... I'm pretty sure it tastes nasty, right? I mean... You want to uh, try it and find out? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I'm does not going to lie. Does meth have a taste? I don't know. Uh, it has to have a taste, right? <laughs> Come on, come on. No. <laughs> Do we got any meth head listeners right now? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you have tasted or done meth before. You're too busy doing meth right how, now. The how's, uh, listen to him. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, by this point, Jesus. there were more common folk taking these drugs on a daily basis than not. And it's these same drugs that rose up the ranks in the military. This made Nazi military doctors very curious on the effects of these drugs on troops and their effectiveness of the performance on the battlefield. Pervitin was provided to all the troops. The drugs caused the troops to be highly alert, sleep less, eat less, and allow them to take even more risk on the battlefield. It was almost like this little, gave them a pep in their step for them to just do it, like be down for anything. Yeah, it's like beer courage, just with meth. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just, just with meth. You know? I could run through this battlefield and not get shot by all these bullets. Yeah, fucking. You know what? Fuck them. They got the Jenkins in them, bro. Yeah, they, they, they were like, thumbs up. Let's do this, baby. Bro, they got all of a sudden these drugs in big dick energy. And so these drugs cost the troops to be basically. Meth heads. Meth heads. I mean, just be down for anything. Just go into the battlefield. They were just, just roided right, right, right out monsters yep. on the field. Just yep. screaming. Ah! In a German accent. Yeah, bro. I would have been <laughs> If a, German, if a Nazi came up to me like that, I'd be like, I'm out. Hold on, hold on. You said that it's, they'll be screaming, rawr, but in a German, German accent. accent. How does that happen? <laughs> Describe yeah. that for me. Can I you give us uh, I, don't I don't speak German. <laughs> okay. A likely story. <laughs> and so this was a perfect drug for Nazi blitzkrieg. And by the 1940s, more than 35 million tablets of pervitin and another experimental drug called Sofan were shipped to the front lines to continue this blitzkrieg effort. Military doctors declared troops to take three tablets every single day. Oh my god. One in the morning and two at night. Taking one tablet allowed the troops to stay awake for two to three hours. Without, uh, But taking all three of them allowed the troops to be up for basically 24 hours. These motherfuckers just basically... Never slept, never rested, and were just pushing on without any hesitation. Isn't there a movie or a story about a super soldier who had his leg shot 
he had a bunch of shit. He got shot like a like a motherfucker. Yep, yep. He was crawling through the snow, and then he found yep. a Nazi soldier, and he injected himself with that thing, uh-huh. and he got up and ran for twenty four hours and made it to his camp alive. Yep. And also, you told us a story about that. that Nazi vampire. Nazi vampire, no? Did you tell us a story? Wait, that was a story that was of like a Nazi vampire. No, no, no. His story is different. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. But anyways, I'm confused, but I want to see some Nazi vampire titties. Where is this? Where are we going? Like, what, what episode are you doing? I don't know. At this <laughs> what point, ep- I, what episode <laughs> do you think we're doing? Because I, I kind of want to do his. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about vampire titties. You said Nazi, Nazi vampire titties. I don't know why titties came to mind. Vampiresses? Vampiresses. Vampiresses. Yeah, we talked about that, right? Vampiresses? Vampiresses. Is that vampiress? These vampires. Vampires is? I don't is know about that the one. Plural? No. No. Or is it vampiri? Is vampiri plural? No. Like plural. Dracula has vampiri wives? Or does or is it Dracula has vampires? No. Oh, that's no. Because he has three wives. Yeah, that's a good point. You say it. Remember Van Helsing? How, how do you how do you freak it? Oh. Anyways, Fucking eventually, however I right, go back to your method Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> the meth Nazis. So we're not talking about titties. No. Vampire titties. No, no. Okay. Sorry, okay. not right now. Next episode. Carry on. Eventually, however, it, it was obvious that the human body can only undergo so much the troops were becoming ill from the lack of rest and nutrients. <laughs> oh, you don't but say. But with drastic calls, call for drastic measures. Hmm. And the military doctors came out again with another drug codenamed D9, which included the D9? following. D9. Bro. Okay, 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 okay. I thought you said denied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were denied. I mean, they're gonna be fucking denied of life in a bit. Nice. So they have this D nine uh, drug included five milligrams of cocaine. Nice. Three milligrams of pervitine, which I already talked about. They had in fucking meth. Yeah. And then five milligrams of this other drug called Yucatal. Mm. And this drug allowed the troops to march for extended periods of time. Was it a tablet? Them, Was it a tablet too, yeah, or the? Uh, yeah. yeah. Shove up their ass. I think, I, yeah, it was a tablet. If it wasn't a tablet. It was a fucking injected to them, which extend it, which basically allowed the troops to march for ninety kilometers per day, carrying about fifty pounds of gear. 50 without pounds? batting a fucking eye, bro. But like I mentioned before, these drugs were not limited to usage by just the common folk. It was also frequently used by the top military Nazi generals, including Adolf Hitler. Hitler had his personal physician by the name of Theodore Morel, who kept extensive medical documents on him, which first started as a typical checkups and medications to aid with his health, eventually turned into experimental procedures that was taking that, that basically gave him a laundry list of drugs to take that only accelerated his addiction. Nice. So everyone was fucking high. Hi. Drugs in my body. Yeah. Well, drugs yeah. in what is, my body. What is what is it called when you mix both? Isn't it called speedball? When you mix meth and cocaine? I th- I think I think <laughs> you're right. I, 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 think I don't right. know. I, don't I remember know. hearing something like that. I never done drugs in my life, Moses. Yeah. yeah, but these motherfuckers were speedballing with every fucking shit. There was well, yeah, fucking blitzkrieg. I bet, I bet you blitzkrieg is German for speedball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to take a blitzkrieg? Fuck it, let's go. But yeah, I mean, Blitzkrieg was just this, this military tactic where they're just, just like, just go. Just go. They're like, where, where are we going? We're going to Poland? All right, everyone, everyone go to Poland. Freaking the tanks, the fucking planes, 
the troops, everyone just go on strike and just fucking go. go None go, of this go. flanking, front, back, yeah, forward. No, everyone front door and march. We'll yeah, get in. Yeah. Yeah. And, Surely, yeah. It was, it was successful. And by the time, it was like, scary. Yeah, dude. And, like, while everyone else is fucking going, Mimi's and shit, going to sleep, these motherfuckers are going over and taking and bombing and doing all this shit. The guys on the fucking, the snipers on the fucking high towers, the. The one, the fucking, the one that are trying to shoot down the Nazis yeah. are crying. They're like, why don't they stop? <laughs> yeah, but of course, this was not the only evidence where science played a role in the Nazi military. So, Nazis, we all know, were known to, especially, well, Nazi doctors, Nazi scientists, were known to just experiment for the sake of experimenting. Being dumbasses for the sake of... Bro, just torturing dumb. the fuck out of just to see. Just to see. They're just like, bro, you know, let's see what happens. It's evident in my previous segment that Nazis were willing to do anything and everything in order to win the war. Nazi scientists had this profound infatuation with pinpointing every single weakness of the human body and developing a quote-unquote cure for these deficiencies. Pure Germans were far too important to use as test subjects, so... They would use they would do these inhumane experiments on their prisoners of war instead. Anything and everything that Nazi scientists were curious about would be tested from seeing to see well what happens if you know we've cut a, a, someone's arm off what happens after that you know or what happens if we shot this person with a hundred milligrams of meth what happens after that they wanted to push the human body to its brink and find out. What were the prolonged effects on these people? And one such experiment was called the sea water experiment. Dr. Hans Eppinger wanted to find a way to make salt water drinkable. This would be an invaluable discovery to help German, the German Navy with survival alternatives when the supply is low. Experiments were, were conducted in the Ducal concentration that forced 90 gypsies to only drink Seawater. That's hard. Oh, mate. They were not allowed to drink anything else or eat anything else. Now, if you don't know, supplementing seawater instead of regular water is just not good for your body at all. Eventually, their bodies were so dehydrated and malnourished that the gypsies all died. The gypsies were not allowed uh, to refrain from this experiment because if they did, they would be taken out and shot dead. So it's not really like they had a choice to participate or not without death being an option. You want to die now or you want to die later? Yeah. You want to suffer for how long you can last or you want to just get shot up and die? And at most, some gypsies lasted almost two weeks on just Jeez. drinking seawater. But most... Only died in a matter of six to eight days. Some gypsies admitted that they were only able to survive for so long because of the mop mop water that was left on the floor. After the floors were freshly mopped, the gypsies scurried onto the floor and to lick off what's left of the moisture. Fuck. Tough times, tough times. Bro, like the amount of like just... Don't you feel like De- an asshole like walking by a warm beer now? <laughs> You're not drinking salt water. Different times. <laughs> <laughs> times are rough. Now, of course, 
this does come with a good ending, where during the Nuremberg trials, defendants Karl Brat, Hans Loser, Rostock, Schroeder, Hepgod, Rudolf Brat, Zorsky, Poppendick. Hold, 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 what? Poppendick. I want to know what this guy's story is. <laughs> Wait, he's Poppin' Dick? He's Poppin' Dick, bro. That was his nickname? No, that's, that's the name. Poppin' Dick. Poppin' Dick. Poppin' Dick. Poppin' Dick. He's Poppin' Dick. He's Poppin' Dick, bro. He wasn't slanging dick. dick. He was Poppin' Dick. Poppin' Dick. Such Poppin' Pussy. He was Poppin' Dick. How do you pop a dick? Hey, Moses, you know how to pop a dick? Probably no. How do you pop a pussy? I don't know. I don't know that either. <laughs> Why are you looking at him like? You, well, too you, bad. Well, not you. You got to go. I'm more disappointed. Oh, well, I mean, hold on. Are you gonna make? Uh, is there more context uh, to it? Is there more popping dick uh, info? No. I can look at popping dick for next episode. All right. There's Silvers. There's Becker. Uh, Fracing. There's Schaefer. There's uh, Bagelbach, and we're all charged with special responsibility and for participation in these crimes. And we're fucking tried. Bro, fuck you. You were naming little rascals. <laughs> you got Poppin' D. You got a bo- bottle what? Bottle bag? <laughs> Becklebot. Picklebot? Be- anyway. What man, type of random generated you like, fucking He's like RZA, Jizza, <laughs> Rayquan the Chef, Cyndaquil, Total Dial. Reggie Steele, Reggie Roxy, yeah, yeah too? bro. Gone. All, all the Reggies are there. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Kiwa. Yeah. yeah. Zamazenta. Is it gone? <laughs> just naming random shit. Kilo? Gone. Kilo. Yeah. Who's your favorite one? That was naming IPA flavors. Fuck Poppin you. Dick. <laughs> Poppin' Dick. Hopsh. Doctor Hopsh. Hans Loser. Hans Hans Loser. Hans Loser. Yeah. Why is he a loser? That's his name is Hans. <laughs> right, Hans is a pretty dope name. Hans is an asshole. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Well, here here are just a few examples of the Nazis just Nazis. fucking being stupid and trying shit just for the sake of trying shit. Eventually led to their fucking demise. So good on us. Maybe for the sake of us, science, huh? Yeah. Well, for them it was for the sake of science, but, but just you, but that, you, that's just them saying for the sake of science. But you know what? But on on. I mean, I don't want to say on the bright side because none of this is fucking bright. But no. I mean, didn't learn a lot of shit from from the, the yeah from the from fucked the up experience. Yeah. Actually, we didn't learn a single thing. There was nothing. There's not a single thing that the Nazis did during the experiments that came out useful in any way. In, ter- in those experiments, when he, when it came to, it was, uh, but for sure the Japanese uh, science. What the fuck's his name? Oh, the Unit uh, Seven Thirty One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did learn. No, we didn't learn from that either. What we did is we got we we Operation Paperclip. A lot of the scientists brought them to the U.S. and put them to work here, not on people. And then we were able to learn a bunch of shit. Like for example, like one of the main dudes, uh, the main guy from NASA, the one when we started NASA yeah, was yeah. a Nazi like general or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we got him just because he had in his fucking uh, in his warehouse where he had. Uh, a bunch of prisoners of war working. Uh-huh. He would uh, at the end at the end of every day, he would hang the slowest three workers uh-huh. the next morning, so everyone knows on the entrance to the warehouse. So everyone knows if you're the if you're the slow, this is gonna be you tomorrow. Damn. And that's the dude we brought <clears throat> in Operation Paperclip. That's that helped that start NASA. Mm-hmm. The more you know. 
What you do an episode on uh, Operation Paperclip? I'm down for that. I thought we did that. No, we didn't. No, we mentioned it in Unit 731. Yep, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but technically in these experiments, we didn't learn dick. We didn't learn shit. All we learned is that people died horribly. I mean, with all the things we, we, we learned, we're like, I mean, we, we all... Th- we all thought that they were gonna die. You just proved it for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course they're gonna fucking die. It's just a matter of when. What was the nickname that they gave on June three seven for their victims? Logs, logs, logs. logs. There it is. Bro. How many logs did you do today? That's crazy. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> What's worse, the fact that they gave them nicknames and the Japanese that they gave their experimentees nicknames, uh-huh. logs. Or the Nazis were just like Jews. <laughs> How many Jews did you kill today? What's worse? They weren't hiding anything. Yeah, they weren't hiding anything. I just finished watching um, Band of Brothers. Oh, you finished the series? I finished the series and I got to episode, I think it's ep- toward the end where they find, when they find the, the concentration camps. How I, is it? I should, it's fucking sad, bro. It's, it's sad because like one of the guys from Easy Company, he is uh, he's he's Jewish. Uh-huh. Right, and this is when they first find out about concentration camps. Oh, yeah, because they're so, confused as fuck. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Is this? Yeah. So they walk in, and they find out whatever. So they go into the city. They bring a bunch of doctors. They bring the generals in, and the doctors are like, "You gotta make them go back inside, because you gotta stop feeding them and giving them food, because you're gonna they're gonna go into shock and die, because they're gonna eat fast, and the body's like, oh shit, first time we're getting food in a long time, and they're gonna yeah. go into shock and die.' So. There's only that uh, that uh, the Jewish soldier uh-huh. soldier. He's the only one that knows how to speak German with uh, with the rest of them. Yeah, and he's young, and he's like, and the general's like, you have to tell all these people that they have to stop eating, and make them go back inside. And he's Jewish himself, and he feels for them. So he's on top of the car, and he's telling them, and then they're all like, they're, they're trying to riot, but they have no strength. They're like grabbing and they're crying, and then he starts crying because of yeah. what he just said. Sad, bro. It's fucking sad. Hey, bro. Who cut the onion right now, bro? Tear, tear, bro. Yeah, Bender Brothers. Gotta watch it. Yeah. Chef's Kiss, Chef's bro. Kiss, bro. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. If you ever watch it, it's um ten episodes. Okay. One hour each episode, and it follows a company, uh, like a little thing, like mm-hmm. a little unit, a little platoon. A little, yeah. There you go, a platoon. M- amazing. I don't like the part two, the Pacific. <clears throat> you don't like it? Mm-hmm. Not for you. Well. I didn't know there was a part two until you told me. Yeah, it was a part two where it follows. It's, it's the same people, except that, you know how Band of Brothers follows America versus Germany. Okay. And then they made another show, like, a few years later after, which is America versus Japan. Oh. And it follows another, peop- another people in, in Japan. Yeah. yeah. But that one didn't. That, that one didn't pull me like it did. But Band of Brothers, I've, I've... did you watch it all? The second, uh, no, I, I stopped like episode like four or five. It's it just because it immediately started like the episode one, you're already killing like Japanese already in the middle of war. Like, there's no build up for you to for you to care about well, why these people are dying. Like, in oh, Easy yeah. Company, like, you, you're like three, four episodes, even like, three, four episodes in before they go to war, uh-huh. and you get used to everybody in the company, you know, kind of get their backstory. So, yeah, but well, but, let's get back in track. Uh, and I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Fuck Nazis. Yeah, fuck Nazis. Fuck them. Fuck them right in the ass. Now, before I get into, you brought up fucking uh, the Hollow Earth. Now, before I talk about that, let's talk about Adolf Hitler and how much egoistic and self-proclaimed and self-loved 
love he had for himself. Because he loved himself a lot. Doesn't matter. Did he? He did. He did. All right. That's that's, that's news for me. Yeah. At first, no. Fellow artists, all this stuff. But he did love himself so much. What's that? What's that term? Or that there's like a god or something where they love themselves? What is it called? There's a term? Yeah. There's no god. It's called feeling themselves. This is Hitler feeling himself. He was vibing, bro. He was vibing. He was vibing. He's self-vibing. Yep. Vibing to his own vibes, bro. And one of the yeah. best examples of the fears of, of his fucking self-love came about in the 1930s when he decided that the local Catholic churches around him they didn't have a lot of a lot of pictures of him, a lot of memorabilia about him. So he was like, uh, let's change this up. <laughs> so you guess know, what he did? You know what guess this what church? Did? You know what this church needs? Me. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what he said. A little bit of me. He was like, "How about we replace these fucking crucifix and Jesus Christ Himself, our Savior, with pictures of my face, of 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 me, of this guy? I'm the Savior." And I don't know how people weren't like, "No, yeah," but they're like, "Uh, "All right, he's he's a future leader of fucking." You know what? He's right. Yeah, yeah. Jesus ain't here for us. Is so he did. He put pictures up on the wall, and he was like, "Yes, kids, no more. Do you gotta look to this Christ all day?" But instead, he was looking at me, the future leader of Germany. Now, once Hitler had substituted God for himself, technically, he was like, uh, "Let's replace Jesus Christ images with myself." He decided to take a step further, a mission that most people don't know about. Can give a. a a guess of what type of mission he wanted to do that revolved around a religious religion. He wanted to kill higher up. Yeah. Because he couldn't kill God himself. Now what's closer to God here on earth? Brad Pitt. Brad Brad fucking Pitt, huh? Bro, he's not even alive. Brad Pitt? Oh, back then. Yeah. Oh, you're talking in context. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is 1930? Yeah. Yeah. Who's there? Take a guess. Who's closer to God here on earth? Huh? The 1930s. There's a term for him. El Pope. El fucking Pope. El Papa. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. All right. So he couldn't kill Christ himself. So his option was he decided to take out the next best thing. You tried killing God. He just the Pope. He shot a V2 rocket. And Got him. He started what? He started shooting. Started he started shooting. Shoot, he started shooting in the sky. And then pew, someone pew. Was like, no, no, no! You're gonna shoot ice, and it's gonna fall and kill everybody. <laughs> Stop! Stop! The no. ice! No. The ice! How do you say ice in German? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know, Archie. Beats me. I don't know. You got your phone. You got Google Translate. You can Google that shit, but not now. Right now. Not not now. So Hitler just didn't want to kill the Pope, murk the Pope, okay, what do you just for vanity's sake, right? But however, in 1943, Pope Pius XII started to publicly denounce the Nazis' fucking abuses against the human rights of the Jews. Uh, this didn't sit right. What? Um, Dice is biases. I, I just, I can't wrap my head around that. Fucking Hitler walked to a bunch of churches. Took down the crucifix and basically just put selfies of himself <laughs> for everybody to look at. He's like, mm, no. He's like, nice. No. 
Nice. Nice. Dish it, dish. What the fuck was I? Ice cream. Yeah. There it is. So the Pope denounced the belief of Nazis and abuse of human rights. And this didn't sit well with Germany itself, especially Hitler. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know. You're saying you're going to accept the Jews? Yeah, bro, you're talking... I just I, I just took down God. I'm technically I'm your boss now. So what Hitler did, he was like, yeah, yeah, I don't like this guy. I don't like this pope. So he brought in SS General Karl Wolf into his office and beckoned him closer and said, he's like, come, 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 come. And he said, I want you and your troops to occupy the Vatican City as soon as possible. Quick as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> Secure its files and art treasures and take the Pope to the north. I, I get this picture. <laughs> Hitler's like, want you to go to the want you to go to the Vatican? Fast as fuck, you think you can do it? And the SS Wolf over he's like, I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm fast as fuck. Fast as fuck, boy. So that's what he said. He was like, he was like, yo, fear, I'm fast as fuck, boy. But Wolf was very religious. And when his Fuhrer, his his higher up, said, yo, you got to take this Pope and kidnap the Pope because I'll become the next big religion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He realized that this was completely psychotic. He had brains. He was like, oh, you're not going to fuck with my guy. Like, Look, the bro, I'll, his guy. I'll turn around and let's, like, if you're going to kill all these millions of Jews, fine, go for it. But don't you dare touch my imaginative one. Don't, don't touch the homie. Yeah, I mean, it, it it offended him so much, Wolf became a snitch. He became a snitch? He became a snitch to save his boy Pope. So he tipped off the Italians, who were fucking pissed that Hitler himself was trying to murk or kidnap the Pope. Bro, and Hitler, they didn't Hitler. like it. And he wasn't very subtle about it either. He went and agreed on interviews with local Italian newspapers, which is... Well, fuck, yeah. He just booked so yeah, so a interviews? Yeah, yeah. At he, the end, he's like, Pope, I'm coming for you! <laughs> I can't tell you the last part. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I'll, put, I'll put the audio, though. Mm-hmm. We're coming for you, nigga! <laughs> so, in an interview... With the vampire? Interview with the vampire, yeah. Fucking... <laughs> fuck, man. We're gonna go there again? We're gonna go there again? He, he literally said, I received from Hitler in person the order to kidnap Pope 12. That was it. That's what he snitched to the Italian thing. Now, the worst part of the story, the weirdest part of this is, however, is that according to historian Robert Cotts, or Katz, assassinating Pope Pius XII wouldn't have been, wouldn't, I repeat, wouldn't, would not benefit Germany or the Axis powers at all. Hitler was prepared to screw everything just out of spite. He was like, yo, it's either you're with me or you're against me. Right. I don't give a fuck if you're the right hand of God. If you're against me, you're against the new God. Not the old god, but the new god. Look at this mustache. Look at this mustache. That was pretty much it. The plan obviously fell. Didn't go through because, you know, Wolf. He was like, oh, yo, 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 yo. You can take my boy he's, Pope. He's, he's like nodding yes, yes. He, 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 was, he, he walks around you. telling his, tro- his troops like, fuck, we're crazy, yeah. bro. <laughs> he walks out of Hitler's office right into the interview. Yeah, so Hitler wants me to kill the Pope. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do, 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 do it. I told him I did. I'm not going to do it. I told him I'll do it. I told him I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> he bought it. He bought it. He bought, he bought it. it. 
Little did he know. He was like, Blitzkrieg, and I was like, fast as fuck, boy. You know? <laughs> but, but I'm fast. And I walked but, over here. Yeah, really I was fast. fast as fuck to tell the fuck Italians that Hitler tried cannot fucking pope. So they were in higher alert. Didn't happen. Didn't succeed. Uh, obviously. Uh, uh, Imagine if he would have done it. What would have happened? Nothing. I mean, he would have lost the, the Italians because Italians were part of Germany, were, were with mm. Germany. Was Italy? No. Yeah, it was Italy. Italy wasn't with. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know much about World Freaking, War II. What's his yeah. name? I have, if, that, but, I don't know. There was a dictator in there that was part of Italy. Hmm. It was part, yeah. Yeah. It was with me. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, imagine if they did take out the Pope. And then the Vatican oh, would have been a war within a war. No, and then the Vatican's like, "All right, motherfucker, you guys asked for it." And then a bunch of fucking super holy soldiers <laughs> start fighting the war. They're all, they're all just dressed like fucking um fucking knights. Not like oh, the Knights Templar come out, but except they were yo. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this out. I'm gonna write this story. <laughs> I'm gonna edit all this out. Your knights knights versus Nazis. Nazis versus Nazis. Do it. Man. You better include that line. Fast as fuck, boy. Yeah, I'm fast as <laughs> fuck, boy. Jesus Christ. What just, What just, did I just spark in your head right now? Just fucking a fat-ass light bulb. Just bro, I have boy. a hamster wheel. Just... Well, you got something. You got something right now, hey, bro. You took math, bro? Uh, Speedball? I don't speed need it, bro. <laughs> I got something better than math. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Bro, imagine the fucking Vatican that, thing opens up like it's fucking Professor Xavier's well, School of Mutants. That's why he opens <laughs> a fucking, you hear a fucking that? plane, but just super holy soldiers come out. You hear, oh. fu- you hear the fucking old, the fucking trumpets playing. No, imagine fucking the, all these super soldiers go to war, and at night, you know how there's usually a standoff when they're yeah. one side or the other. Yeah. The fucking super soldiers, they're just fucking saying hallelujah all night. Scaring the shit out of the fucking methed out super soldiers. <laughs> like, wait. I want to see that. They're getting close. They're all doing the Halo theme. God, Jesus oh. Christ. That, 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 that. Enough, enough. We, we go to war. ourselves already. Y'all go to war with them. Yeah. Look, that would be awesome. But y'all need to shut the fuck up. Hey. All right, enough of this bullshit. Hey, we'll talk about this after the episode, bro. Oh, uh, uh, no, it wasn't working. No, Damn, no, I, I mean, I, I thought it was going to work regardless. No, I thought it was sound effects. Uh, what, you got the Halo theme now on your <laughs> fucking mixer? Yeah, it's a fucking sample of it. If so, why haven't we used it? For real. I'm, what are you doing? I'm mad. You're going to mess, man. I'm mad. You fucked it up. You're not even recording the episode. Man, I made him look. Man, you got, got your shook, huh? Hey, got I got the motherfucking shook. Look at him. Look at him. He's quaking, bro. Okay. But talk about more bullshit. You mentioned the... A, a, a big theory that's full of bullshit, right? What the <laughs> fuck was that? Trying to hit my head, it hit the itch. I just broke the headphones off the camera for my birthday. Good looking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> by your old pair now. By the way, it's some good looking. Yeah, I just realized the fucking Iron Man colors. It's Iron Man silhouette, bro. Yeah, I, I said that when you first showed this picture. Like you didn't say you probably thought it. You haven't. You haven't said a word in that text thread for weeks. <laughs> Please take a look at that text thread again. I. No, you showed us a picture a long time ago. You're slow as fuck, boy. Hey, boy, but you know what's slow? I don't know. Anywho, <laughs> let, let, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking, but I know I got to read this. Next. So, you mentioned it, Hollow Earth. Yeah. Now, what the fuck is a Hollow Earth? Uh, what's the theory of Hollow Earth? 
right? You think, you think the flat earthers are fucking bad? These guys, the hollow earthers. Hey, who's who's worth flat earthers or hollow earthers? Well, hey, appa- appa- like apparently flat the earthers, earthers, right? I feel like flat earthers. Flat earthers are assholes. Yeah, well, because there is some dumbasses. Somewhat. Let me say, finish it. it. No, I'm no, flat no, earthers. No, I'm no, beat you no, dead. I'm gonna fuck up. Hey, bro, you sound I'm like t- a Hans right now. I'm talking about the hollow earthers. You fucking dipshit. <laughs> Damn, can I finish? I heard, I heard that. Right, go ahead. Well, let me give you a background, a backstory of what the hollow earth. For those who don't know, what this is about. Now. <laughs> You're still going, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna turn fucking hollow. With that Mute his mic right now, bro. <laughs> well, the hollow earth is a concept proposing that the planet Earth is entirely hollow, or 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 it contains of substantial interior space, notably suggested by Edmund Haley in the late 17th century. Now. You know who came up? You know, repeat, who just came up with that theory? Say it again. Edmund Haley. Okay. Does that last name ring a bell? Haley? I don't know. Haley's Comet? Mm. Same dude. Really? Yep. Jackass. What jackass? <laughs> jackass. Going. Well, this inner world, this is this, this fucking uh, interior fucking space, is associated with what's known as Agartha, a legendary city of the Earth core. Hollow Earth theory sounds like science fiction and is often presented as such. But some of history's greatest scientists have subscribed to it at one point, and it seemed downright logical. This is where Matt comes in. Science is a liar sometimes. Oh, boy. Some modern belief in the hollow earth theory can be a bit hard to pin down, encompassing such uh, disparate subjects as the Northern Lights and even even an escaping Hitler, right? The Germans technically escaped. They made it to the hollow earth. And they made a deal with people in the hollow earth. And there's various races and uh, beings who live in this so-called hollow earth. In Agartha. Would, yeah, yeah, in Agartha. The hollow earth is a less tropical paradise. Let's, let's describe this. How these people, how hollow earth is described. Agartha. Now, hollow earth is a less tropical paradise that very likely houses an advanced race of humans slash aliens and slash giants. In most scenarios, the inhabitants are descendants of ancient races such as uh, uh, Lemurians, Lemurians, or in Clef's view, uh, the lost ten tribes of Israel guided there to the North Polar opening by God himself. Now, no matter where they came from, they are generally characterized as peace-loving and advanced far beyond, beyond our own. They have flying saucer technology, they live lives of perfect health for hundreds of and hundreds of years. Yeah, so basically, we we are the savages that are living out on the outer layer, mm-hmm. and all the good people are in, are in the center. Yeah, we're Skid Row. We're Skid Row. We're fucking trash, mate. Bro, compared to that, but they got Wi-Fi. That's true. Uh, yo, wh- That's true. They even got OnlyFans, bro. This sucks to be a. Uh... But they are fast as fuck, boy. Because the science is more, 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 much advanced compared to us. Because of the fact that they could live longer. Also, while on the Hollow Earth theory, <laughs> Hitler and the Nazis, they also believed that we lived inside a bowl. And that the stars were holes. Or holes in the bowl that we are, <laughs> that we were able to see. So what they wanted to they do. They gotta stop taking all that meth, bro. And, and then they found out about Hollow Earth and they're like, oh shit, it's almost the same thing we thought, but below us. Oh. Get off that man. Well, let's keep describing this, Agartha, the Hollow Earth. 
Uh, it is believed that the climate is perfect that exists in the hollow earth. It's said that it's produced that it produces animals and people that are larger and far more healthy than those us or those on the surface. Uh, it has a perfect temperature. God's made the inner sun so that it provides heat during the night and a little bit less at night. Uh, trees grow up to a thousand feet tall. Humans even grow up to 15 feet tall. Because of the ideal conditions, animal life grows really large also. Yeah, that's where King Kong's from. Yeah. This inner world is something called or associated with Agartha, which is, a, is, which is a legendary city of the Earth core often tied to eastern mysticism. You haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong? No, I haven't, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, the, half the movie is in Hollow Earth. Really? Yeah. Mm. Except it's no, um, it's no Jetsons. It's just Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Big ass creatures. Just mountains and forests. It's cool, though. That's where, and that's where, that's why King Kong is so big, because he's from part of that. Part of that. Agartha? Agar- no one, Agartha's a city. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in the Hollow Earth. In the Hollow Earth. In, King Kong versus Godzilla, whatever. The inner world. Hollow Earth. There is a hollow Earth, but it's just mountains and woods. Mountains and forests. So that's, and the animals are big, which is why King Kong is big, because he's from Hollow right. Earth. And he, what, him and his family used to go from Hollow Earth out, scavenge, and then come back. And then uh-huh. eventually they went up and they just stopped coming down. They just stayed up. Yeah. I'm on the way up. Nothing is Done? Okay, I like that song. So I mentioned there was uh, giants, uh, fucking other beings, and aliens, UFOs. Uh, aliens that people stating and believe that Germans were aided by aliens. They had alien homies? They had alien homies. Oh. Now, when World War II ended, the Germans had several radical types of aircraft and guided missiles under development. They had blueprints okay. of this technology. The majority were in the most, you know, starting stages, but they were the only known craft that would that could even approach the performance of objects reported by UFO observers. So throughout the war, people would see these anomalies, these fucking, uh, these unidentified flying objects, these UFOs, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where it was so common that they had a name for it. Okay, and they were known as the Foo Fighters. Foos? Yeah. Ever so, long. yeah. So in World War II, they were called the Foo Fighters, and there was a fuck ton unusual and, like I said, anomaly aerial phenomena happening throughout the war, witnessed by both the Axis and Allied personnel. Right? It wasn't just one side making this shit up. Both sides were saying, "Yo, we are seeing these weird flying craft all throughout their camps, and even in between or during a battle." Between the Axe and the Ally, which was crazy. Imagine you're fucking, you see some shit flying around and you think, you know. Wait him. Do you think if, you think if Nazi would have, if Nazi Germany would have had enough resources where they have, where they could build their own flying saucers, their own flying ships, like their own personal ones that, you know, do you think they would have built them out of swastika, bait them in, into the shape of swastikas? Oh. Have a bunch oh, of swastikas actually? just flying well, that, around. That, that, that would be, uh. And they're just spinning around. <laughs> like fucking spinners. There's fucking spitters in the sky. Bro. Now, meth heads. Everything's slow for them, oh, so they can keep... Sp- no, that, they don't mind that. It's fast as fuck, boy. Pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> they are fast as fuck. <laughs> so while some Foo Fighters reports were dismissed as a misperceptions of troops in the heat of combat, they're like, yo, I, 
you were getting bombed at the same time you part you part delusional, right? Like maybe what you saw was a bomb. Yeah, but others were taken seriously. And the leading scientists such as Louis Alvarez began to investigate these so called food fires. In at least some cases, Allied intelligence and commanders suspected that food fires reported in the European theater uh, represented advanced German aircraft or weapons, particularly given that the Germans had already developed such tech, uh, technological innovations such as V-1 and the V-2 rockets and the first operational jet-powered ME-262 fighter planes and that a minority of Foo Fighters seemed to have inflicted damage to Allied aircraft. Now, in 1953, when Avro Canada announced that it was developing the, uh, the VZ-9AV Avrocar, a circular jet aircraft with an estimate speed of 1,500 miles per hour, God. right, which is 2,400 kilometers, uh, a German engineer, George Klein, claimed that that such designs had been developed during the Nazi era already. Klein identified two types of supposed German flying disc. Now, overall, he stated that he's seen enough... Uh, He's seen enough of their designs and production plans to realize that if they, the Germans, okay, if they had managed to prolong the war some months longer, we would have been confronted with a set of entirely new and deadly developments in air warfare. So he's like, yo, we dodged the bullet. We glad we ended the war when it ended, because if not... These motherfuckers would have all uh, these weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have been alien weapons and flying swastikas, and and that's one of the things um, a conspiracy behind um, Hollow Earth and and the Nazis or Hitler. He didn't die in the bunker. Him and a few of his close cronies got in a submarine, fucking whatever they fucking took the to the ocean, Mm -hmm. went Went all the way up to the north in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. That's where they want to take the Pope. Yeah, well, 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 they want to take the Pope up there. You're right to kill him, but that's where one of the entrances, main entrances to the um, Hollow Earth is. Yeah, and it is said that it is rumored that they have that they have found Nazi bases up in uh, Alaska and Antarctica, close to where they assume is that entrance. So they think their theory is conspiracy theory is Hitler went Hollow Earth. And he made friends with all the aliens, and he's still living there to this day because they're able to give him medicine and do all this bullshit where he could live longer. Damn. Damn. Fucking Nazis. Dumbasses. Why should you stuck nerds? Yeah, yeah, fucking Nazis, bro. Hollow yeah. Earth. Would you visit Hollow Earth if it was Fuck real? yeah. Yeah? Hold on. Well, mm. I don't know. Have you seen Journey to the Center of the Earth? It's horrible. It's a place that gets like excruciating hot by a certain time period. It reminds me of like the the whole thing with Mars. All day, it's like 130 and night, like negative a thousand. How was gonna say? Do they got Wi-Fi racing? No, no signal, no 5G, bro. The fuck am I? What what the fuck is there in Hollow Earth that I can't see here? What was your big ass cock? The fuck? Like like a rooster? You just said that. Yeah, yeah, but that's our episode on on, <laughs> on stupid Nazis and their stupid ass ideas, fucking bitch ass Hans. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you know what? 
Thank you, Hans. Because you're dumbass and your freaking ideas prevented Hitler from blowing us up. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was the first guided missile. Like you said, it wouldn't have won him the war because it, it could have destroyed the city. But, like, destroying one city is going to win you the war. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, fuck Nazis. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys don't want to do me a favor, go on Spotify or go on... Um, on uh, on um on YouTube and play the song Nazi Die by the band the amazing band Doom as an honor to the this whole fuck Nazis. So it's um, called Nazi Die, not Die Nazi. It's Nazi Die. Nice. Nazi Die by the Crust Punk Kings Doom. Um I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really hilarious. Well, there, so just we, we could we could, ideas, done, we, we could have done so many more episodes, which I'm pretty sure we we, we probably will, you know, later in the future. Uh-huh. There's so much. There's like the fucking um, a spear of destiny, oh, where yeah, Hitler. Yeah. Long story short, Hitler wanted to grab the spear that they used to stab Christ's rib with. Yeah, uh-huh. That while he was on the cross, and they believed that spear was the key to start an alien space it's just a bunch of weirdo shit the holy grail the holy grail it's rumored how they also have the ark of the covenant yeah. and a bunch a bunch of weirdo shit that's uh it's i'm glad they did it so we can laugh at them forever and ever um if you guys could do us a favor visit us on um instagram weird history Eerie tells pod if you guys could really do us the favor, rate and review us, tell us how shitty we are, tell us how amazing, amazing, hilarious we are. That really helps the show grow. Again, we are on Spotify. We are on um, we are on Spotify. We are on Google. I we are on iTunes, mm-hmm. and um, we I'm slowly, I'm slowly gonna start uploading our episodes to YouTube in case some people just want to listen to them on YouTube. Yeah. Because we because we're slowly but surely starting a YouTube channel. You guys will get more info later. Um, you, do you guys have anything else to add? Oh, and on top of YouTube, stay on the lookout for TikTok too. Well, we're gonna be doing a lot more video stuff and see how fucking ugly we are. I like, oh, I like how he said that. We all looked at my brother. Yeah, you you, you both did. <laughs> Simultaneously, you both looked at me that, as, as if I'm the epitome of fucking ugliness. That's uh, failing. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. More importantly, fuck Nazis. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. We're going to end it with end there. It. Um, thank you, guys. And as always, we are the Weird History Eerie Tales Pod. The Spicy Sis. Spicy Sis.